Hello everyone and welcome to Nice to the Day FC. I'm your host, Josh Taylor. I'm sure you've all been wondering, Josh, where have you been these past few months? What is going on? Well, in case you missed some updates on my social media, I did recently move from Orlando, Florida to Chicago, Illinois. So I'll give you an update on what's going on there. Plus, we also need to talk about what's going on in the NISA League, as we have lots of drama to get close to finishing up the spring season. Now, we know Detroit City FC is going to be in the final. Chattanooga FC will be in the spring final. Who will join them? Will it be LA Force? Or could it be Stumptown AC? Can they make another surprise run and crash this party in Detroit in a couple of weeks? Stay tuned and enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. I missed you guys, and I'm glad to be back. Now, as I mentioned in the intro, I've had a lot going on the past couple months. I recently graduated from Full Sail University, and I also finished my master's degree from the University of Denver thanks to the Disney Aspire program, because I used to work with Disney. Thanks, Mickey. And now, I recently moved from Orlando, Florida to Chicago, Illinois for my new job. Now, I know what you guys are thinking, Josh... Why would you leave sunny Florida and go to Illinois knowing that it's going to be cold in a few months? And look, I used to live in Boston, Massachusetts. So if I can survive in Boston, I'm pretty sure I can make it through Chicago okay. But I'll let you know once October, November gets here how I'm feeling. It'll be an adjustment the first year, but if I can just get through the first winter, I'm pretty sure I'll get through the rest of them okay. But that's enough about me. Uh, The move is going pretty well. All settled in. I got to check out downtown and do the sky deck and also get a selfie in front of the bean at Millennium Park. So those are some of the fun things I've done so far since I got here. But let's get on with the show and start with my three big stories. Now, the main story we guys talk about this week is going to be New Amsterdam FC. Now, I know you're thinking, why are we talking about a team that has been struggling during the fall season and into the spring season? Well, guys, New Amsterdam FC, it took them, what, 318 days? But they finally won their first game in the NISA League. As New Amsterdam FC defeated San Diego 1904 FC 4-1 on Wednesday, Siobhan John Brown scored two goals. Nice goals, by the way. And Salvatore Barone and Chris Bermudez also added a goal for New Amsterdam FC. Look, New Amsterdam FC, I've only watched a few of their games this season. It's not like they're getting blown out. They've had a lot of close games and just came up short. But they finally were able to get that win. San Diego, 1904, they got a goal from James William Hone to try to keep them back in it, but it was not enough as New Amsterdam FC pulled away. Now, New Amsterdam, they were previously had no wins. They had three draws and 16 losses. So New Amsterdam FC was on a really bad run in all of their recent NISA competitions. But it's good to see that they finally are off that dreadful winless streak. And now I got a win to celebrate. But New Amsterdam has to be ready because it's going to be busy for them this weekend. Now, let's talk about the other game that happened this week. Stumptown AC, they got a draw against the Cal United Strikers. What's interesting about this game was both goals were scored on penalty kicks. Cal United had a goal from William Gorton Jr. And Stumptown AC got a goal from Giovanni Ramos-Godoy. 
And as I mentioned, they're both on penalty kicks. So you get that 1-1 draw for that game. That was the big stories from the matchups this past week. Now let's move on to the next story, which is going to focus on NISA release of the fall schedule. Yes, that was announced on Wednesday, the fall schedule. Now, the neat thing about this, guys, is that we have the same nine teams are returning for the fall season, which I think is great news. Let's not forget about the new kids in the block, Chicago House Athletic Club. They are going to be the new expansion team this fall, making their debut. Now, here are some of my takeaways from the schedule. I picked a few games that just popped my eye. Of course, New Amsterdam FC, who I just talked about, they will be taking on LA Force to kick off the season on August 6th. That will be the league opener for the fall. Then the next day, on Saturday, Detroit City FC will be hosting Chicago House Athletic Club in Detroit. Very exciting to see that game. Of course, you know Detroit and Chicago have a big rivalry in all their sports, not just you know, football, baseball, hockey, of course, and basketball. And we'll see how this develops with soccer, but I think it's going to be a really good banter. Fan bases, you know, getting into it. And it should really be a fun game. Can't wait to see it. Now, the other game I picked of my eye is going to be Chattanooga FC hosting Detroit City FC on September 4th. Now, these two teams could meet each other in the final this summer. That could happen. And, you know, look, Chattanooga FC, I know they've been kind of up and down this season. But Chattanooga FC, I think, is going to give Detroit all they can handle. That's, of course, assuming they get to the final. But, you know, Detroit CFC, they've been on a run. They've won literally everything. They won the fall championship. They won the spring tournament in Chattanooga being Chattanooga in the final. So I think that's going to be a a revenge thing where these two teams, speaking of rivalries, I think this is going to be another rivalry that's going to been growing and it's going to keep getting better and better. It's always fun to watch these two teams go at it when they play. So that's another matchup that I picked up. Now I know you may think I'm giving Detroit FC a little bit too much love, but the next matchup I have picked up that caught my Detroit FC playing the Michigan Stars. They'll play on October 9th. I believe that's in Detroit. And then the second leg will be on November 20th, the last day of the fall season, by the way. Who knows? This this could be the potential last time we see these two teams play each other because Michigan Stars, their owner, George Junkai, has been very open about possibly looking at USL Championship down the road. Haven't heard any updates on that end, but... Hey, they've talked about in the past, so you still have to think that they're maybe looking at that option down the road. So it could be the last time we see each, those two teams play each other. I certainly hope not. Michigan Stars, despite all the drama they've caused in the league lately, you know, every league has to have a villain, right? You know, the, the Yankees or, you know, the Lakers or whichever team, you know, there's always a team that everyone likes and a team that everybody hates. That's just... How it goes in sports. Are they back from the dead? The Rochester Rhinos. Last time this team played was in 2017 in the USL Championship. Now at the time, the Dworkins said they were going to put the team on hiatus, 
which they did, and they were going to come back and join USL League One in 2019. But it's 2021 now, and everyone thought, well, Rochester Rhinos, we haven't heard anything. Flower City Union is going to be the new team playing in Rochester in the NISA League starting in the spring season of next year. But they made news because Leicester City player Jamie Vardy buys a stake in the Rochester Rhinos. Now, according to the athletic article that I read, the team plans to rebrand and move to a different stadium. So they will not be playing in the downtown stadium where Flower City Union will be playing next year. They also have said they're not committed to playing in the USL Championship or USL League One in 2022. So there's been a lot of speculation I saw on Twitter. Would the Rochester Rounds or whatever they're going to be join NISA? Now, look, if you're asking my personal opinion, I don't really see it happening. But hey, you never know. NISA has an open league. They don't have territorial rights, no expansion fees. And it's possible, you know, NISA promotes local derbies. I know we don't have New Amsterdam against New York Cosmos this year, but you have, you know, LA Force and Cal United Strikers. <laughs> you also have, you know, Detroit City FC and Michigan Stars. That's going to be the, the rivalry, you know, looking forward. And New York, you got Flower City Union in there. And you're going to also have another New York team, which I'll talk about in a minute. I think New York, I mean, that, that'd be cool, though, if you have, you know, two Rochester teams, uh, the team in Syracuse, and the Cosmos come back in New Amsterdam. I mean, wow, you, you got a Empire State Derby there going on. You could have a cup for all those teams. So I think that would be really cool. But for the future of the Rochester Rhinos, I mean, all that history, the only lower division side to win the U.S. Open Cup, I think that would be pretty cool to join NISA. But realistically, I think they're either going to do USL or they could join that rumored MLS D3 league, which has kind of already been announced. I don't know what's going on there. As far as I know, they're going to have a bunch of MLS two teams and some teams from their academy, MLS Next. And they said they could have some independent teams, so they could look that route. But I'm not sure how that's going to work for Rochester, unless they have a bunch of teams in the New York area and they're trying to save some money and they don't want to do too much traveling. That's the only way I would see the MLS D3 League making any sense. But who knows? We will just have to find out. Speaking of New York, AC Syracuse. This is the latest team that's submitted an expansion application to NISA. They did that about a month ago. Uh, nothing officially announced in the league yet on if their bid has been approved or not. But one thing I did notice for AC Syracuse, what they've been doing is they're doing a Name the Mascot contest for their fans to choose. And I see what they did there. They're, they're trying to copy Chicago House AC a bit with the bracket style, March Madness. I guess better late than never, right? But, you know, uh, that's pretty cool. They got some names. So something that stuck out to me, you know, the whiteout. I mean, that's pretty cool. If they go with, you know, the white shirts, the fans, and the, the mascot, whiteout, you know. They also got... Some other cool names on that list as well. Uh, the footy, I like that one a lot. I think that's like my personal favorite. Not sure if they're going to go with that one, but that's the one that I like the most for 
Syracuse mascot name. But the fans got to decide because I know for Anissa that's a big thing, having the fans give some input on, you know, possibly with the named teams that we've seen with recent teams doing lower leagues and, you know, fan ownership that Detroit City FC is doing, Chattanooga FC is doing that, and the New Jersey Teamsters. Those are the three teams that have some type of fan ownership in uh, the stake for the team. Now, let's move on to Bay Cities FC. That's the other team that has applied for expansions in NISA. No word on their bid as of right now. But Bay Cities FC did play a friendly against Cal Victory FC and it finished with a 1-1 draw. These two teams will play each other in the NISA Independent Cup next month. But yeah, the, the NISA League, they announced that the Southwest Premier League has their latest affiliation. They will have teams based in Arizona, Nevada, San Diego, Southern California, and Southern Utah. And this is great for the league because the league currently has 11 affiliations. This provides a great setup for NISA Nation as they plan to get going, hopefully soon. All right, let's talk about Chicago House Athletic Club. They announced yesterday local investors that are joining their uh, team. They added nine local investors, which includes Brian Costin, Lynette Mays, and Buzz and Jeff Rutenberg. So I thought that was really cool that Chicago House Athletic Club is not only building their team on the field, but they're also building off-field, connecting opportunity with local investors. And that's very important, especially for a new team, because Chicago House Athletic Club, they've been very open about getting involved in the community, talking about their team and all the social causes that that club cares about and the players and everything. And also that, you know, they want to build that connection with its community. And the best way to do that is having local investors be involved with the team. And that's always a good thing as well. Now, they also announced uh, last week that they had sent a solidarity payment to Steel City FC. This is a team based in the Midwest Premier League when the club signed Damon Almazon. And that was a big deal as well because they are the first known club to offer a solidarity payment. And this is how Chicago House Athletic Club is making a difference. And we'll see if they set the tone where other clubs can follow and, and do the same thing. If Chicago House Athletic Club, if they can find a way to do it, other clubs have no excuse. They can find a way to make it work because it builds not just camaraderie and a partnership with professional team, but with the affiliated teams as well. And I think it's great that NISA is setting a standard for that. Now, lastly on Chicago House Athletic Club, they did announce that they last week they signed uh, Puerto Rican uh, national team duo goalkeeper Joel Serrano and defender Rodolfo Suria uh, last week. That's one thing that's cool too with the diversity of this club. Uh, you don't just see with the players that they've signed so far, um, but you also see it with the front office staff and the coaches. They really want to represent Chicago well. And Chicago House Athletic Club has definitely shown a commitment to that. All right, let's go over the updated table 
for Nisa. Detroit City FC is leading the way with 17 points, and they pretty much already got the spring season all wrapped up. LA Force is in second with 15 points. They currently occupy the final spot to clinch a berth in the spring final, where they will play Chattanooga FC. Cal United FC has 13 points, but their season's already over. They played eight games. They've been eliminated. Stumptown AC has only played five games. Now, they're sitting on eight points. Now, Stumptown AC has a slim chance to try to get a spot in the spring final. But here's what they need to do. They're going to need to beat Chattanooga FC this weekend. And then they need to beat 1904 FC and Michigan Stars FC next week. Meanwhile, LA Force will need to lose their final game against New Amsterdam FC for Stumptown AC to have a chance to make the spring final. I think it's a long shot, but Stumptown AC still has a chance. Now, Chattanooga FC, they're sitting fifth, as I mentioned. They already got a spot in the spring final for the results in the spring tournament. 1904 FC is in sixth. They have seven points. Maryland Bobcats is in seventh with five points. New Amsterdam is in eighth with four points. So with that win this week, they have now moved out of last place. And in the last place is the Michigan Stars with four points. Now, as we look into this weekend's matchups, we have the Michigan Stars taking on Maryland Bobcats on Saturday. For the Michigan Stars, they've been on a bad run. They've lost four out of their last five games. Now, the Maryland Bobcats did win their last game, beating Cal United, and they've gotten two draws. So I'm going to go with the Maryland Bobcats FC to get a win on the road against the Michigan Stars. Now, the next game we have is at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Chattanooga FC taking on Stumptown AC. Now, Chattanooga FC, they've been on a form of win-loss and a draw. Stumptown AC, they've been having a draw-draw and a win in their last couple of games. So this is a toss-up. I'm going to lean towards these two teams getting a draw. So what that means is if it's a draw, Stumptown AC won't be able to make it to the spring final. Chattanooga FC is already there. And LA Force clinched that final spot. And speaking of LA Force, they take on New Amsterdam. Now, New Amsterdam, I know they got their big win this week, their first win in the NISA League. But LA Force, this team has been on fire. They've won five out of their last six games. Uh, Chris Cheney, he's been their top goal scorer. He scored two goals in our last game against Chattanooga in their win. And he leads the team with six goals. He'll probably get a couple against New Amsterdam on Saturday night. So LA Force will win, and they will get that final berth to the spring final where they'll take on Chattanooga. Now, that game, guys, will be on June 30th. So look forward to that one with the spring season wrapping up next week. And, of course, in the final they, whoever wins that game will take on Detroit City FC in the championship game. Now, with that, everyone, that will conclude today's show for Nisa Day FC. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can leave reviews, comments on the Apple Podcasts, 
We're also on Anchor Podcast as well. That's the main platform I use. But you can send messages that way as well. I'm also on Twitter at Nisa underscore Today FC. Instagram is at Nisa underscore Today FC. And on Facebook, it's at Nisa Today FC. So you can reach out to us that way as well. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Have a safe weekend. And I'll see you next time.